0: Here I am with Mike Mooney, uh, author of Reputation Shift, an awesome book. Um, it, it, it covers the lessons from pit road to the boardroom. Um, Mike Mooney here uh, worked in the race industry for a long time, and now he is a reputation expert. Um, I happen to have a signed copy. I know people, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> I may have found this way may, to you. May have, may have found my way. Uh, you know, may have found its way over. But um, just an excellent book about reputation. Um, Thanks, man. Today uh, I want to cover a little bit about reputation in the medical industry okay. so um, one of the examples that comes to mind um, I had my LASIK eye surgery done in February of 2012 mm-hmm. and the guy that did my LASIK eye surgery ends up in this huge scandal with um, he ends up in this I don't know it's just this big sex scandal or whatever uh, yeah else. yeah I,
1: I think I've read about that yeah yeah you may or may not yeah. know who it is yeah. a huge
0: huge yeah. uh, person does LASIK surgery in, in the Charlotte area yeah. Yeah. and he loses his license loses his practice loses everything everything and everything. It, it's just incredible and I I never knew if like the allegations were true or not mm-hmm. but think about that as an effective reputation so you know Absolutely. here he is just getting charged with these things yeah. and all of a sudden he loses everything yeah. just based on reputation alone right um, so uh, thank you for coming uh, coming thank and having this conversation with me here thank you for um, having me so um, let's kind of dig into it um, Let's say that you're a brand new dentist, or I'm, I'm speaking particularly about private uh, practice yeah. medical professionals. Yes. Um, what would you? What would be your first steps that you would take in order to make sure that you know you have a proper reputation in check, so mm-hmm. that you know you don't end up on a hot mic or something like that. Right. 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 right.
1: Which which you may end up in, in today's world. Yeah. You know, uh, and like I always say that um, we are living at a time because of social media and the the hyperconnectivity of the internet that um, our reputations have never been more valuable for to sure. Us. Yet because of social media and the hyperconnectivity, they've never been as vulnerable and fragile. Yeah. In any other time in human history.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. I mean you can you can literally it seems like you can find out any detail about anyone at any time. Transparency.
1: And and and, and that, that's the point getting back to if we could just sort of like Before we get to the answer on your starting dentist as the example, with the the issue with the doctor you had mentioned with your LASIK, Mm -hmm. you know that was like a perfect storm, right? Coming together where you had an individual that was portraying themselves one way, right? And 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 saying that they had values, Mm -hmm. you know that that were wholesome, family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yet when you know allegations started coming out. And at first I'm sure people were like, No way. Yeah. There's no way, there's that, no it, way. that this could because that's not that's not the person I know. Right. But as more allegations started coming out, yep. there really was a very clear picture of a disconnect of two different people.
0: For sure. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm th- sure he lost a bunch of biz- I mean, even oh. no matter if it was true or not, you know, I'm not I'm not a jury, I'm, I'm not right. saying what what happened or what right. didn't. Right. Just the allegation by itself. The fact oh, yes. that there's that huge disconnect between Correct. having, you know this representation of yeah. who you are and what you stand for yeah. versus the portrayal of right. of what you're standing right. for. So, and, and, and
1: that's the challenge with social media is that people see crazy. you in mosaics. Yep. They don't see a clear picture of yep. the actual individual, which is where you know if you you have an opportunity mm-hmm. as a doctor as a professional in this field to create that one-to-one interaction versus being solely what people see online yep. which is very important when we'll, we'll get into that as well sure you know, as we go but
0: I I think it's really unfortunate it seems like I mean you see this in the political realm you mm-hmm. absolutely see this in the medical realm with yep. malpractice and stuff like yep. that and any white-collar profession but you think about people are only examining snippets of people's Absolutely. thing. You know, you can have a heart surgeon, for example, yeah. that has done a thousand successful surgeries, yeah. and yet the one that goes poorly is all of a sudden that person's reputation. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's very interesting. So yeah. um, getting back to you know how to protect your reputation, right. what right, would right. you suggest for somebody that is a brand new medical professional, white collar professional, yeah. and they want to protect their reputation Outside of just having
1: malpractice insurance, like, <laughs> well, I mean that, that that's a good start. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, I would, I would say that that is a um, that's a mandatory. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I also want to make a distinction too that, that there are two parts to the reputation management that we've got to be mindful of in today's world. Sure. All right, there is the online digital, mm-hmm. whereas people talk about typically when they talk about reputation management, it's. SEO. Sure. Right? Search engine optimization, it's ORM, online yeah. reputation management, which all goes back to um, for SEO specifically, it's right. You know, I like to say like how do you bury the cat turd yeah, further yeah, down yeah, the yeah, litter yeah, box, yeah, right? Because yeah. it's really about you know, getting that bad stuff off of page one on Google, because they know that 90% of people don't go past page one, so right. if you get the stuff off, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a help. Um, then to talk about reviews and how do you manage reviews and stars and, and all of that, Right. that's important. That's important. I always say that SEO is a, is a digital strategy sure. to an analog problem. Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? Yeah. We're the analog yeah, I was problem. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna it's say. the behavior. Yep. So, so if, if I were to give any advice to someone who's starting their practice right, in, in this field and they want to be mindful of reputation, mm-hmm. I would say that it starts with a couple of key fundamentals. One, it's knowing, knowing your values. Okay. Knowing your personal values and how they are going to come to light mm-hmm. within your practice. Now that's not enough. That's not enough. You have to take those values and figure out how are you going to bring them to life in a way that your customers, your patients, and we'll call them customers because they truly are, because yeah, yeah. they have choices. Yeah, they can, they don't they like can go you. to this dentist or that.
0: I mean, they, they have don't choices, like you. they you are go customers. Somewhere. And that's
1: happened to us, yeah. you know, where, where we had um, you know a dentist for a number of years and some things happened, we're like, you know what, we've got choices. Yeah, you can And jump ship. we're gonna go somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know? But the point is, Understand, first and foremost, the values that you're bringing to life. It's Mm -hmm. not just about a business. People have to understand this now, is that this is about customer service and an experience that people are going to have with you. If you look at it through the lens of creating an experience for your customer, for your patient, you won't look at this as a transactional business anymore. Sure. It's really about the relationships that you're establishing. So, values matter because when they show out to people, that's going to draw them in because they can relate to it. Yeah. And it's not just about you living that out. You've got to make sure that every person you hire
0: who is also then representing those, yeah, you also has, that.
1: also has that approach and mindset and believes in it. Um, there was a, a study that I read about that was done a few years ago on, on values and organizations. And mm-hmm. it absolutely floored me when it said the question was, you know, how many employees Actually believe in the values of the organization for which they work. What, what percentage do you think that is?
0: I mean, hopefully high. You'd think because you know, hopefully an employee would, or you know, somebody that works for you would at least believe in you, believe in right. your organization. So what right. what was it? Was the right. percentage?
1: 24. Oh, my God. So less,
0: less than a quarter.
1: Less than a quarter of the people uh-huh. working in the organization actually believe in the values of that That's company. Do you, think it's, it,
0: do you think it might be a little higher in white-collar professions? because This was
1: coming from white-collar professions oh as God. well. That's crazy. That's it's insane. crazy when you yeah. think about how much time is spent on culture and mission yeah. statements and values, and here's what we stand for. But here is where the disconnect came. Yeah it was because the employees saw the leaders acting in ways that were not consistent aligned and their, consistent with yeah. those values. So if they don't believe it and yeah. they're not living it out, right. and they're still getting their paycheck and their bonus and their stock options and everything else. Yeah. why why am i bothering with this?
0: Yeah, why would i? Yeah, that's right? that's so, a, that's such a it's so mind-blowing to me because and and I think, unfortunately, we run into a huge issue when it comes to professional atmospheres and white-collar atmospheres, sure. Sure. where there's an expectation of a professional candor mm-hmm. that is almost impossible to meet the criteria for. So mm-hmm. you see these, you know, these VPs of organizations or something, yeah. and they'll never say a curse word or something right. like that. Right. And do you think that they're going to say a curse word when, you know, Cam Newton throws an interception or something? Absolutely, <gasps> yeah. you know? Yeah. So. That that's kind of an interesting disconnect that maybe I've never even considered. But mm-hmm. what what do you think about that? So I'm not I'm not saying that you have to be cursed like a sailor to to maintain a maintain a proper culture. Right. But how do you have like a realistic expectation and a realistic culture for your environment with mm. with your employees? It, I mean, do you think that that would increase the status quo at least higher than the twenty four percent or whatever? <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think. I think it comes down to what 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 is your expectation? Yeah, you know, what what is that supposed to be for your company? What is realistic? I think every business owner has to decide what is realistic for their culture. Right. And I'm a believer that the standard becomes what you accept. So if if you have a high standard, and may, maybe maybe <laughs> let's flip it and have fun. Maybe in your industry or world. Cursing like a sailor is part of the culture right and and that's that that aligns with the brand yeah. and aligns Maybe we're
0: with your working, values uh, cars it <laughs> could be cars, it yeah. could
1: be energy drinks it could yeah. be what sure. whatever you yeah. know entertainment whatever whatever it is. if that's if that's reasonable in your in your industry and, and that aligns with who you are authentically and, and you own that, and okay, well then maybe that, that is realistic for them. Sure. To your point, in a medical environment, I don't know of many that that would be yeah. the case. So you as, as the owner have to decide yeah. what is realistic. And what you tolerate. What, is, what the, I tolerate, yeah. what is my standard? Sure. What is my standard? And then ensuring that the people know right. what that standard is. I mean, I go through an exercise with with companies and, and their leadership teams where, um, and it's really simple, man. I mean, this is what I, I love about the stuff that, that we get to do is like, yeah. it's simple things, but if done methodically and intentionally, it will add up to big change. Absolutely. So let, let's go through this exercise. Right. You've opened up your new practice. You've okay. got your values. You know what you stand for, integrity, sure. compassion, right? Exceeding expectations. You can go on down the line, honesty, et cetera, et cetera. right? right. Education, okay. mm-hmm. informative, right? Um, having humor, a good sense of humor, right? Sure. We don't want it to be a stiff, rigid place, right? Yeah. So you go through all of that, and then you take the time to tell your staff, this is what we espouse to you. here are the values. Mm-hmm. Then what?
0: Yeah, how do, you, how do you enact that? How do you, yes. yeah. I, and, I was just thinking about that as you were speaking on the subject because it's so difficult for any professional, medical mm-hmm. or otherwise, to have that conversation with their employees right. and say, you know, this is, this is the bar. This is, yeah. you know, what we expect, yeah. both out of your, I mean, you can think about work ethic, too. Sure. You know, Hands work down. ethic comes to comes into play with reputation. No, nobody wants to go to a lazy doctor. It's just the way that it is, no. you know? No. Um, I remember, so my, my father's an orthodontist, uh, since retired, and, uh, you know, he was, he was um, towards the end of his practice, yeah. he was only working, you know, several days a week, but, I mean, you know, the guy's been, was a dentist for, 43 years or something like that. Right. So he's only working a couple of days a week, but he ends up losing patience because he's not open, even though he was a great orthodontist, yeah. Yeah. he wasn't open in the times that conformed to their schedule. They needed. You know? right. And that's a weird effector of reputation in itself. Well, you know? it, it,
1: it's, a, it's a flip, in mm-hmm. my opinion, that, that we've seen in a lot of sectors right now mm-hmm. where it used to be Oh my gosh! I have to fit my time around the doctor, right? To get in, yeah. And people now, as busy as they are, yeah. are like, forget it. I'll go find someone else. Yeah. Or um, how are they next week? Or yeah. you know, I'm. I'll figure something out. Right. I'm, I'm not. It's an interesting change, but it does impact because you know, look, he he. He may be really good, and there's some industries where you can compress your schedule like right. that and actually charge more. Sure. Because absolutely. of the value that yep. you deliver and your expertise, I don't know if that's one of those industries where you can do that. Right. You know, so you're not really maximizing. The only thing he was maximizing was his own time, and he right. put he put in a time. Forty three years, man. Hey, yeah. God bless. Yeah. You right. Know, that's. Right. Oh, and I'm not saying fantastic. my dad's lazy. No, on record. But yeah. was he the lazy doctor you were talking <laughs> no, about? No, no, <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. He right.
0: he he had a great practice for for many many years. Yeah. Um. I, I don't. But, but
1: that. But that's the thing. Let me let me just finish the yeah, the, yeah, the, the one thought though is. <clears throat> taking that next step with the values and right. actually working with each person on the staff to say so of these values that we espouse that we believe in that we want to bring to life for our customers not patients they are customers mm-hmm. how will you bring that to life yeah and what you do Right. And it might be answering the phone it could be filing it could be clean i don't know what those roles are but every person has a responsibility mm-hmm. To find out and figure out how they bring those to life how on a connect. regular on a regular basis, so, so that things become intentional. Yep. It's not haphazard. Right. It's not an accident that when when you walk in that you are met with certain yeah. greetings certain, or certain things when
0: you come. Certain courtesy or certain correct. Certain energy. I mean, I'm I'm big correct. on on you know if if I'm going to I don't know get my annual checkup or something like that yeah. um, I, I hate it I've actually jumped ship from a, from a doctor before because they have the big um, i try to paint this picture here for yeah. you but they have the big window Mm-hmm. and it's this big like I mean it's basically a bank vault but it's a glass window yeah. ka and you know they close it and they, they open it up and you have this not mean person behind it but yeah. just a unfriendly is what we we'll right. call them right. what do you want or not they don't say that but you know they say <laughs> something like they say something like like what are you here for what are you What are you? whatever you know uh, now uh, serving uh, number yeah, 500. No, yeah right, right 500 yeah and yeah. when I go to the doctor I don't want to feel like I'm at the DMV you know right. <laughs> like right. I, I don't, I don't right. want you know I don't want to be greeted by, by some bridge truck <laughs> Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Why are you here? You yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. I've never experienced that. I kind
1: of were a bridge <laughs> troll. I was well, wondering because yeah, yeah. he did that pretty well. I mean, we're I, talking I, Vikings earlier, and now <laughs> bridge I, it's trolls. Where's this going?
0: I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I may or may not be in the middle of writing like a Game of Thrones book or something like that. That's I'm awesome. Not, I'm not. I'm no, okay, I'm that's just unfortunate. But yeah, you were you were you were thinking. About I was thinking about it. You were thinking about something.
1: So, you know, it all. There's so many facets to this. Absolutely. That the this um, doctor who is now a business owner who has now got to think of their patients as customers and it's not an office visit, it is an experience because Absolutely. that's what people expect today, yep. to be looking at their business differently which requires them to look at their reputations differently which then requires them to have to go dig deeper with you know their staff to ensure that they understand the expectations, the standards, the yep. values, how we bring it to life. This is how we treat our customers. Yeah these are the surprise and delight moments that we want to create for them we should be looking for. Yeah. You know, and, and I understand that it's difficult for a doctor who is focused on ongoing training, getting the, the, the best equipment, yep. running the business to have to think of all well, That's why the work that you do, the work that I do is yep. exciting because we can actually have an impact, yep. a tangible impact, you know, on a person's business and ultimately on other people's lives. Yeah. it's right? that's it, fun it stuff, is, man. It's that's fun incredible. stuff.
0: It's incredible. It's um, incredible. One thing that I want to talk about, and I'll give you this via an example too, mm-hmm. um, I always love to talk about this with people, but I talk about corporate culture. Yeah. And so, you know, enacting the values that you have is classic corporate culture. Right. And in a doctor's office, I always think about my dermatologist. My dermatologist is just this cool dude, I mean, yeah. he's really cool, and yeah. he's really into art. Mm-hmm. And his office... Is crazy. I mean, you feel yeah. like you're walking into a Picasso that's cool. painting, and, it, yeah, and I that's mean, it's, cool. it's crazy. But yeah. but from a cultural perspective, yeah. I mean, he has. I mean, from the moment you walk in, you know that you're going to get an experience unlike any other, and you know that he's going to have weird stuff hanging up on sure. the walls. Sure. he's going to have crazy paintings. His his waiting room is like bright pink, and his I mean his his uh, inside the one of the offices. Uh, where I get you know the checkups or whatever. I mean he has like brains and jars and stuff I mean it, wow. it's meant to be wow. like a fun place. Wow, you know, it's meant to be and that's his culture. <laughs> yeah You know, yeah, by yeah. the way, yeah, if last time I looked mm-hmm. uh, last time I looked at his online reputation yeah. or whatever right. He was dermatologist number one in this area. Sure. Okay, sure. I mean it it's, sure it's an incredible thing Um. So I I know you're a busy guy, Mike. I kind of I kind of want to cover one more thing. You,
1: no man. I want to hang out. Yeah. Talk about Vikings. We got to catch up a little. bit. Well, this is your like version of between two ferns or something. (laughs) I think you know. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for Mr. Galifianakis to walk through the through the door here. What if
0: he did? What would you do? Awesome. Just I would just stop. We just stop. Sit him down right here. I'd sit him right here.
1: Come on, have a
0: have a thing. Um. So. Let's talk last topic here. Okay. How do you how do you correct a bad reputation? So, and that's one of the most difficult things you can possibly do yeah. digitally, yeah. analog, yeah. or otherwise. But, yeah. you know, let's say that you have this whatever dentist mm-hmm. that uh is messing up people's teeth or something right. like that. And so, you know, their Google reviews, they have they have 17 reviews and their average review is 2.7 stars yeah. and you know, even though that doesn't represent who they are, yeah. maybe they're going through a rough time, or, you know, mm-hmm. any, any example, any excuse is good enough. Right. What do you, what, yeah, what do yeah. you tell this person and how do they go about correcting their reputation?
1: Right, so I would say the two things that are going on, you've got, again, the digital part with the reviews that you've got to handle yep. and deal with that. The other side of it, the analog part is, uh, and I'll start with this, you know, there's a, um, Uh, a phrase that says when was the best time to plant a tree right 20 years ago yeah when is the next best time right Right now now. yeah okay so with that in mind I would ask the person so what do you have in your bank account your bank of you your bank of of reputation your body of work over years Mm -hmm. that would probably mitigate the issue that's going on here do you have a good body of work, a positive body of work behind you, that people would say, man, that's not the Reese I know. Yeah. I've been been going to see Reese for 15 years. Yeah. You know what? We all have bad days. Sure. Even the Hall of Famers have had bad games. Absolutely. Right? Bad streaks for that matter. So the first part is you got to look and see, what do you have in your bank? Yeah. You know, I actually mentioned that in the book. It's called The Bank of You. Yeah. So every day you're either making a deposit or a withdrawal. And every sure. interaction that we have with people. Yeah. Okay. So being mindful of, of that.
0: One of my favorite things about you um, is, uh, for some reason, I, I, I can't ever reach you on the phone. So I, I've listened to your voicemail. <laughs> I can practically mock it at this point. But, but my, my favorite, as long as it's not like a bridge troll. No, it's not. Really fine, hey, okay. hey, this is Mike. Hey. No, no, no. So my, one of my favorite things, you don't even know this, but one of my favorite things about you is that your voicemail, right. you, always say, you always say, Hey, you've got Mike. Listen, I didn't, you, you didn't reach me this time, but it's really important that we connect. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about you. And by the that's way, cool. we yeah. always connect. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I always call you at the wrong time. It seems. Listen, just because <laughs> I call you at two AM, I expect you to. <laughs> I was just saying, man, it, 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 was,
1: it was a booty call. I'm like, man, I'm not. Or, or, or bail bonds or yeah. something, man. Yeah, I need something. a ride. Call Uber, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Call Mo- Uber,
0: Mooney. I need a, I need a bail, man. Right? Come on, help me out. Right? No, but uh, but it's it's so important that we connect. And yeah. um, you know, I, I remember working with several several different offices and um, correcting this this. Tragic online reputation yeah. or attempting to, yeah. and what I always tell them, which goes right along with the tree thing, I might use that by the way. Yeah, but, go free. Uh, it's, it's not mine. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. So we'll just, we'll just plagiarize somebody right. else. Perfect. But um, one of the things that I always that I always say is, listen, um, you can't you can't build Rome in a day. Right. One step at a time. Yeah. You know what are That's your it. what are our That's steps it. that we got to do? It. And you think about the bank of you, as Mike Mooney mm-hmm. calls it, yeah. and you think about what what can you do to represent yourself in the mm-hmm. best fashion possible. Yeah. And by the way, um, you know, I'll never forget this. Growing up, of course, I'm around dentists and stuff all the time. And my dad had this really great friend, and he, mm-hmm. was, a, he was a brilliant dentist. Yeah. And I mean to tell you, this guy, like, if you need to get your teeth worked on, mm-hmm. you're going to him. Yes, I sir. mean, he was, he yeah. was incredible. The Cadillac. But Yeah, I mean, he was, I mean, I'm telling you, my hand in the Bible, he was, he was a fantastic from, the, from awesome. a practical perspective, yeah. but he hated it. He hated the work, oh. and and so he ends up. This is a true story. Yeah. He he yeah. uh, he hated the work because you know what he would describe it as is he's inflicting pain on people. You know, he's, he's yanking teeth and yeah. and drilling holes in teeth and yeah. fixing gums and whatever. And everybody's, ooh ah, every time he sees them and everything. Mm-hmm. Brilliant dentist yeah. and he hated the work, and so he he threw in the towel, and oh. he did very well for himself, and yeah. he get went through all this dental school and everything yeah. else, and. The life lesson that I learned is I'm I'm 10, 12 years old in this story. And the life lesson that I learned is that it wasn't the right thing for him. And so he ends up, this is a true story, he ends up going on and becoming an astronomer of all things.
1: Because that's probably where he had a passion.
0: And he loved it. He loved it. He had his nest egg. He did great with with dental work or whatever. And it's kind of funny when you see somebody that's really good at their work Mm -hmm. because you might just throw some kind of, Dental jargon out. Oh, I had this impacted tooth or whatever, and he kind of snaps yeah. into it. and He says, "He says, oh, uh, you know, did you ever try to extract?" It? And you're sitting there, and you're like, "And yeah. and he just yeah.
1: he still yeah. has it. He still got it. I mean, you drop a bicuspid in there, man. He's all he's all, like, what? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> yes, he gets, he gets. Yeah, yes. What are we talking about? Yes. So you can
0: still you can still see. You know, he loved the spark. He, yeah. yeah, he loved the nature of yeah. it, but he yeah. hated the the practice of yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so for him, you know, his he follows passion. Um, he's since passed, but he lived a long, good wow. life. And he wow. and let me tell you, I mean, I knew this man. I mean, he passed when I was 24, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And um, the last, since that moment. Right. So I guess I'm 10 or 12 when he retires dentistry. Mm-hmm. And for 12 more years, happiest he ever was. I swear, I promise. Now, you you I mean, know
1: what's, what's, what's interesting? And this is a complete complete other tangent we're going to go down. Yeah, but, yeah. but you hit on something that I actually did a uh, blog post on around the holidays. Okay. Around this word Passion. yeah and I really think there's a problem with people using this word passion find your passion get your passion work your passion and it's this pressure that that we've got to find our passion right okay and then actually then, then what do you do with it and I think that passion can be an advocation or it can be a vocation like I, I've got mm-hmm. a, a buddy of mine who's a banker okay making ridiculous money doing great in his job but his passion is helping orphaned children okay okay Wow. And he uses the money from the bank and, and what he earns in his day job, right, for this advocation of supporting and building orphanages. Wow. Okay, yeah. I mean it, it's it's He's amazing. A incredible guy it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing stuff, right? Yeah. Amazing stuff. That's one way to figure out your passion. Yeah. And then Don't quit your day job. Right, sure. You know, and go over here and and then figure out a way to still fulfill that and fill that up and and feel like you're making that difference. Yeah. The other side of it though, and to figure out if it actually is something that you should quit the day job and go after, is this this little filter system where you look at three concentric circles. And one is passion, one is talent and skill, and the other is a marketplace. Okay. Okay? Yeah, if it exists. Exactly right. So you can have a talent and a passion
0: yeah but, but if there's, there's no, no market. market
1: for it yeah wh- what are you doing conversely you can have people who have a talent and skill and there's a market yep. and a no passion for it and, and you it see this in people yep. and you see this in people who might be second third generation doctors sure. or lawyers or whatever it might be it's just you're expected to go down that path I don't know if that was the case with you know your your friend but the fact that he know. had a skill. Clearly, he had a skill and yep. a talent, and mm-hmm. there was clearly a market, but man, that just wasn't where yeah. his passion. And it doesn't mean that he's going to be completely unfulfilled. Right. Right? Because there are other ways that uh, obviously he's providing stability and doing well in his life, sure. which may have then afforded him the opportunity yeah, to, to do,
0: do astronomy. Astronomy. You know? but, but I just
1: think that it, it's people should really think through this passion thing because it's being thrown around so much lately you got life coaches other coaches other people telling you you got to find the passion i'm living my passion i'm you know i went through the same thing before i left my last job in racing at roush fenway yeah i had to sit there and really really think about it do i have a passion yeah for this work that I want to step into and speaking mm-hmm. and coaching and consulting and this message around reputation. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Do I have a, a skill or a talent to do it? Well, fortunately over 25 years yeah. of you know, you presenting, to to speaking, yeah. right? Yeah, doing these things. Yeah, I think I could do that. Yeah. you know, and, and I think that it would connect with people. Sure. And is there a market for it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's a market. Okay, great. Now, get your act together, get a book together, get your materials, get yourself lined up and set absolutely. up. And that took me five years, well, mm-hmm. it was 12 years of work, but the last five to get myself ready really? to do that. So it going wasn't forward. like it was a, hey, let's jump and go. Sure. I found my passion. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. honey, tell yeah. the kids, I found my passion. Right. You know, yeah. it's not, not how that works. I, so I anyway, this, sorry. Uh, we're kind of going on the difference. I want, to, yeah. I want to finish up on the, the point of the, the, how do you regain your reputation? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, but keep, keep going. Well,
0: what, the only, the only, Final point I was going to make to that is yeah. that I saw this meme of all things the other day, and it's talking about... It wasn't the cat
1: uh, and the woman <laughs> split screen, was it? It may or may not, it okay. may or may not have been. Okay, the they no, no, it, right it says,
0: oh, I, I see so many. I saw one of those with, uh, I think I saw one of those with, like, they superimposed like Hillary's face on one and Trump's face on the other. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I just saw one yesterday. My wife showed me. I fell off the chair. Yeah. It had Yoko Ono uh-huh. on one side, and then um, Meghan, uh, the princess uh, oh um, uh, 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 Mar- Markle I, I should know that Megan Markle I, I, I think is her name? Yeah. I think that's right and, anyway, it, I it, we and about, yeah. it was uh, it's horrible my, my current events right but um, I had Yoko ono says I broke up the Beatles and then her side says hold my beer hold my beer <laughs> Oh my god,
0: dude! I it's, laughed. I, oh, I laughed the, so. The latest? Hard. I
1: mean, not at them because obviously it's, tr- it's tough terrible time. Th- I but know, that I was know. just a funny. I,
0: I keep seeing uh, Baby Yoda everywhere. Baby Yoda's everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> this is not relevant. To anything okay, important. No, but we're sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, all listeners and viewers. But um, <laughs> the the one that I saw, and this is relevant to reputation and, and all of the above with passion yeah. and the concentric surgical circles. But yeah. it was talking about how when you when you reach. When you reach the age of 30, mm-hmm. some of your friends will be married with children, yeah. some will be divorced, some will be single, some will be working hourly, some will be working salary, yeah. some will be in business for themselves, yeah. some will be working for other people. Mm-hmm. The point of the story is that no matter where you are, you're right on time. Yeah. Because your, your life, you know, you, mm-hmm. we, we set up this expectation for a timeline, you know. I Should have done that five years should ago. Should have done this, should have done I that, know. or whatever. I know, man. But, but yeah. I always retort, how could yeah. you have? You weren't yeah. prepared. You didn't have the materials. You didn't have maybe the passion. You didn't have the, you know, you didn't have the drive. Yeah. You know that life event that occurred—that's yep. the thing that's pushing you forward—hadn't happened yet. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you're right on time. Oh, no,
1: man, I, I love that. And and what that requires, though, is a mindset shift. Yep. And grace. Yep. Having giving yourself the knowledge that something's there. Giving you know? yourself that opportunity to look at something differently, mm-hmm. and not through the lens that we typically do, which is how. Dumbass, you should have done this. Right, right. right? But also the grace to say, you know what, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And I look back myself. Like, like the seed for what I'm doing now was planted July eighth, two thousand six. Wow. Okay. So it's been a while. It's been a while, man. Mm -hmm. And there were plenty of times when I was like, oh man, if you had just done this then, oh, you should have done that then. But then I look back and I'm like. I wouldn't have met this person. I wouldn't have had this experience. I wouldn't have had this life lesson, this life event that's actually made me better now. And being more effective, right? And, And more confident in what it is that that we get to bring to life. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's great. Um, I, I grew up playing baseball, mm-hmm. and that was, that was like my life I going into college. I a picture college. photo of you like, Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Did, yeah. did you check out the sweet ponies that I the cleats that I oh, check yeah? them out? Oh yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah. I did, that's awesome. So um, Satchel Paige, who who was an African-American uh, pitcher back yeah. like in the, the 20s, 30s, 40s, um, grew up playing baseball at a time when they had the Negro Leagues and it was everything was segregated and right. it was it was, a, it was a horrible time if you were going to be a, a player and an athlete uh, and he was amazing I mean the, the guy is an absolutely was an amazing player mm-hmm. absolute player and his book I read his, his uh, autobiography and it was fantastic and the book title is Right on Time because he was asked at an interview. One time, years later, after you know, obviously today's game has changed and society of course, and all that. Of course. He said, "Satchel, given your gifts and skills and how good you were, don't you wish that you were born in now, a in a different like, time? Like, like you, you missed it." Yeah. And his answer was, "No, man. Yeah, I was right on time." Yeah. You know, and, and that's always kind of stuck with me because we may yeah. not understand why presently you're on time? why mm-hmm. we always feel like we're behind because, again, social media. Everything else going on is telling us that we're imperfect. That we're, we're, imperfect yeah. we're not enough. I can help you. I have the answer. Get this book. Download this series. Go to this session. Whatever it is, and, right. and you're seeing everyone else's highlight reels on their feeds, and in our heads, we're playing our bloopers. Yep. you know, of, of how we're just not getting it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I had a day like that last week, and I had to just like step back and breathe and yeah, say, you and know, say,
0: hey, you gotta. Like you know, just it one step at a time. Just you know?
1: Pump the brakes, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, stop judging your 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 year two by someone else's year ten, twelve, fourteen. Absolutely. Right? You know, but still aspire, yeah, you know, and push yourself to go. So yeah. give yeah. yourself a bar threshold. Yeah, I I, I think we're kinda of going in a different place, which I love, yeah, which yeah, is always sure. fun with you because you <laughs> <always> have good <laughs> conversations. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, I like that, man. I, I like that mindset mm-hmm. shift of the life events that you are right on time. And I also think that we need to give ourselves a little more grace. Yeah. And that Benefit we are the learning. Yeah. Well, man, we're, we're learning. We're, imp- we're imperfect. Yeah. Learning through failures and successes. That's and how, and man, volleyball. look, my, I, I've, I've told you this before. Um, my favorite quote, and I can't find who actually who I can attribute it to. Yeah, so, we need to figure this out. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, you know, and I'll say it to the people who are listening, to: you, If you like it, yeah. attribute it to me the first yeah, two the or three times. Yeah, the first ever said it for sure. Okay? Yeah. Then after that, it's yours. Right, okay, All right? gotcha. But it's as simple as this. Life is the toughest teacher because you learn the lesson after you take the test.
0: All right. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Mike Mooney, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, Make sure you. to check out Mike's book, Reputation Shift. I will show it to both cameras. Thank you. Super expert on on all things reputation, and, um, and if
1: you're interested, thank you, man. If you're interested yeah. in. Um learning more, following up more, even on how to rebuild. We didn't we didn't wrap that part up of how do you continue to rebuild the reputation. Yeah. But you can find me on social media, my website, MikeMooney.com. MikeMooney.com, yep. And uh, we can pick up the conversation or through the great work that you're doing, Reese. Thank you, man. Really, really I, appreciate I, having Yeah, I love what you're doing. man. I mean, you're putting the ball in play. You're getting messages out there. Yeah. You're bringing people together. Yeah. And it's, it's great. Love it, man. So, thank well, thanks you. Thanks for
0: having me. Thanks for, well, I guess having
1: you. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you for yeah. coming to my show. Yeah, right? see, you coming, just did see yeah. Yeah, the we, new Mike we, Mooney show. You just we, made it your show. We just Mike it. Mooney
0: show. We need to make like a like a talk show. I like it. That.